It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. If you are listening to this show, congratulations, you made it. Week 17, the waiver wire is here. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, it's a little, it's Christmas is over, but New Year's is coming. And and I'm sure some of you are still celebrating the, the Christmas holiday. So I hope you all had a wonderful one. I hope Santa Claus brought you everything that you wanted. Uh, T, bro. Yes. Uh, there, I got some good news and some bad news. Okay. The, the good news is if yeah, you're I want, listening I want the to good this, news. Yeah. Let's go if with if you're listening first. to this show, you probably made the championship. First and foremost, you and I are facing off in our oh, Collegiate League championship matchup. Oof. I haven't won the damn league in 15 years. You got, um, you got a you got a good one. I I had a good week this past week, but I think you've you've had the better team overall for most of the yeah, week. I, I was so. first in score the league so hey look I, the, the way i looked at it was i went and looked up our prize structure and i already got a payout for most points and even if i finish second i get another payout so i'm okay yep. with that you know yeah and i'm always of the mind uh before i get to the to the point here you know i had a few teams in the get me one through you know like if i have some semi-final teams get me one through so i have something to care about mission accomplished this year i made a bad decision in one of my other leagues um but the bad decision didn't make didn't it didn't matter because I would have gotten blown out anyway. So I I can wash my hands of some other leagues. But T bro, that's the, the good news is if you're listening to this show like us, you're in a championship match. The bad news is if you need somebody on the waiver wire, good luck. Uh I'm not sure there's gonna be a whole lot out there this week, Tom. Um John John Hansen is actually as we're as we're speaking, is still working on the waiver wire document. Um yep. and, and he said uh, uh, he said, Kate Osborne. Kate <laughs> Osborne um, is probably going to be one of the top options, and I kind of agree with that. So, Tom, let's start with Minnesota. Um, yes, Jordan Addison big picked, ones. Yep. picked up an ankle injury, and it looks like TJ Hawkinson picked up a pretty serious knee injury. Um, so, let's start with what, what John was suggesting as one of the top guys on the waiver wire KJ Osborne. Nick Mullins at quarterback, Tom, he threw for 400 yards, and I have no idea how. I don't think he made a good throw the entire game. Um, Justin Jefferson bailed him out. The thing is, I think Mullins could end up getting benched um, at yeah, some we'll point during the game. Um, does that matter with KJ Osborne? What's your outlook for, for for this passing game outside of Justin Jefferson? Yeah, uh, we got, didn't sound like Addison's injury was too serious. So we'll, we'll have to monitor that. But yeah, TJ Hawkins, Hawkinson's going to be out of the mix here. Obviously, he's been one of the best tight ends all season, collecting a lot of targets and a lot of catches. So those are going to be spread out a little bit more. Uh, and if, as we've seen, even since uh, Kirk Cousins went out of the lineup, they've remained a very pass-heavy offense. Uh, they don't have much of a running game anyway. So uh, if Osborne's going to be elevated into a bigger role here, it, it, maybe Addison does play, but maybe he's not at 100%. So uh, Osborne is... Certainly going to have a little bit bigger role here, and we get uh, we're down to the nitty gritty here. So we're looking at one matchup, one matchup only, and that's for this week. And he gets a Packers secondary that just got 
torched again by the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. DJ Tark is going for two touchdowns. Uh, Adam Thielen's uh, looked gone for the last six weeks. He he has a big game against that Packers secondary. So uh, especially over the middle of the field, they've been really struggling against slot receivers. So uh, that's where primarily where Osborne's going to play. So uh, if you're looking for a little bit of help here off the wide receiver waiver wire, uh, I certainly think Osborne could be, you know, a guy that gets you five for 50 and uh, you just hope that maybe he scores a touchdown. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm, I'm, we're going to be digging deep here, Tom. Let's look at some other injuries. Isaiah Pacheco. You want to go to the tight end? Yeah. You know, well, okay. Hawkinson is the biggest injury. So I think we should maybe look there. No, let's go. Let's go there as well. Okay. Yeah. T- uh, Tucker Craft. Uh, Really coming on strong here. We gotta we gotta monitor their injury report here. Luke Musgrave is eligible to come off. He, you know, reporters last week were saying that uh, he started to work a little bit on the side. So there's a potential that he comes back and kind of nukes this situation. But frankly, uh, I mean, I thought Musgrave was playing pretty well earlier in the season. But Kraft has been playing better than him uh, the last you know five weeks mm-hmm. or so since he kind of took over the position and. Um, they're dealing with their own kind of injuries there. Jaden Reed uh, missed last week with a toe injury. Uh, Christian Watson can't get over this hamstring issues that he has. Dontavian Wicks picked up a chest injury. So uh, if Musgrave would miss again, Craft uh, is a must start for me, especially if you know, you, you've been riding Hawkinson here. He's 19% owned, so he should be out there in most leagues, at least in uh, you know 12-team leagues. So uh, it's... You know, it's not the greatest matchup, but I do think we could have a little bit of back and forth in this game between the Packers and and the uh, the Vikings here. So Craft uh, would be my number one option, but we we do got to watch the Musgrave situation this week. Uh, Tom, uh, going down the board at tight end, Chinkaconquo is actually he's been kind of a a start worthy tight end here over the last month. He caught the touchdown pass from from uh, Derrick Henry this past week. Uh, yeah. We'll see we'll see if uh, Ryan Tannehill starts again, but. He's come on at the end of the season just like he did last year. Yeah, he, he has a mental block, I guess, for the first two months of the season, but he's been steadily coming on here. Uh, hadn't scored since last year. That's kind of been the one thing uh, that's really held him back. He's been putting up pretty steady uh, production here over the last uh, four to six weeks, but uh, finally broke through with the touchdown score. Uh, had to come from Derrick Henry on a, on a trick play, but uh, we get another matchup here against the Texans team that has uh, given up a lot of production to tight ends. Uh, had 36 uh, receiving yards and three catches in this matchup in week 15. Uh, does look like it's sounding a little bit positive that CJ Stroud could be back for the Texans. So uh, maybe that lifts up the, you know, the, the scoring potential in this game, uh, a little bit more passing potentially in this game if CJ Stroud plays. So uh, if you're going to go to Chigaquanquo, you want to see a little bit more back and forth here and it uh, looks like it could happen. So uh, Chig has been coming on, and hopefully uh, maybe we can make it back-to-back back-to-back weeks with touchdowns. Uh, Tom, the, Isaiah Pacheco picks up a concussion in week 16. Um, they obviously um, put Jarek McKinnon on IR because mm-hmm. they played on Monday. It's a short week yep. uh, for, for Pacheco. So if he doesn't get cleared, dare we start Clyde oh, Edwards-Alaire? In, uh, ha- in a league in week 17. You might have to. Uh, it's it's a good matchup. We got the Bengals this week. Uh, uh, you know, everybody's been running on them. Uh, Edwards Hilaire. It was a good matchup against the Raiders last week, and they had very little success running the ball, but uh, he did make up for it a little bit in the passing game. He's been 
you know, relatively active in the passing game. I'm looking at it, uh, you know, two for 29, a week 14, had the receiving touchdown and 64 yards against the Patriots in week 15 and uh, three for 42 as a receiver in week 16. Uh, if we're going to take Jarek McKinnon out of the mix, uh, not getting a whole lot out of the receiver position at, uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs anyway, outside of uh, Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey. So uh, at the very least, maybe he can give us a little bit of receiving production. Yeah, uh, He's never going to be super effective as a runner. Uh, that's just not not his game at this point. And uh, so, But, you know, with McKinnon out of the mix, maybe he can uh, at least lift his uh, uh, fantasy production this week as a receiver. So uh, at the very least... Um, he he could at least get you 15 to 20 touches. Uh, we'll see how effective he is with that. But we like the matchup, and we like the potential for a bell cow role this week for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, Chase Brown, Tom, we've been talking about him on the podcast. Remember, a few weeks ago, I mentioned that I thought he could be next year's Rashad White. Um, he's looked really good down the stretch here. Still available in like 80% of leagues. Um and he, and he just looks better than Joe Mixon to me, but it's potentially that he looks better because he simply has fresher legs. Yeah, uh, but at this time of year, we'll, we'll take it. And they have been putting a little bit more work on his plate, uh, especially as a receiver. They were uh, you know, kind of hesitant at first, but every week now they're coming out with these little designed screens for him to uh, you know, potentially make a big play off of. And uh, couldn't get much going last week, but uh, 38 fantasy points over the last four weeks. And... Uh, Bengals are still in the mix here, but, uh, if we, this could be another week with Jamar chase gone. Uh, so they need, need another playmaker outside of T Higgins and, uh, Joe Mixon really isn't that guy anymore. So, uh, chase Brown, it, it's not, not a whole lot of work, but he'll at least probably get in the eight to 10, uh, touch range here. Uh, and hopefully gets a couple catches against the Chiefs this week. Uh, Tom Justice Hill, he got 13 opportunities against the 49ers in Week 16. Obviously a good defense. The the Ravens with an impressive performance in that game. Um, if you're desperate, Justice Hill, as we mentioned, somebody who's at least going to get chances in a good offense. Yeah, 10 carries last night, uh, 3 for 31 receiving. So, uh, you know, solid usage. We get another matchup with the Dolphins this week, another game that should be competitive. Uh, we worry in other scenarios where it might be a blowout city and uh, Gus Edwards is getting a lot of touches, but uh, should be a, a relatively competitive game. And uh, maybe this uh, starts to go a little bit back and forth and, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have to go a little more pass heavy. Uh, that could certainly help him out. But um, not a whole lot of Melvin Gordon last night. So that was one thing. One thing I was kind of watching. Uh, it was it was mostly a, a two-man backfield. Yeah, Melvin Gordon didn't even get a touch. I don't even know if he played uh, any snaps in that game. So uh, it was a two-man backfield, which was good to see in Baltimore if we're really looking for some running back help. At least it's a two-man two -man rotation right now. Let's go uh, to quarterback, Tom, because I know there's going to be people streaming the position mm -hmm. um, this week. My my wife has a championship matchup, and okay. she picked up both Nick Mullins and Joe Flacco. She went with Mullins this week, um, which ended up being – I mean, it was a fine call, it, but, I mean, if you Turnovers. watch the game, yeah. if you watch the game, Mullins turned – he, he had, what, four interceptions, and he tried to throw about five more. Um, he had got his receivers killed. <laughs> She, I, I, I know Joe Flacco's got the Jets this week, but I Cleveland know. cannot run the football. They just cannot nope. do it. They had to put Flacco back in the game because they couldn't put them away. I mean that now that's also on the defense not being able to stop Davis Mills, but they couldn't 
they 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 can't run the football. So against the Jets, I still think Joe Flacco is going to have to drop back fifty times. Tom, I, I'm with you. Uh, they have. Uh, just can't get anything going with Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt and uh, Pierre Strong. That was a tough matchup against the Texans, but uh, I think this, I mean, we look at the numbers, 42 passes in four straight games. Um, this is a pass-heavy offense, and Joe's Joe's playing a really high level here. Uh, you know, he's, he's surging up to, like, the Comeback Player of the Year award, and uh, he's certainly an awesome story here. Uh, quick turnaround to week uh, week 17. They play on Thursday night, but I'm with you. If I, I got to choose between like a Flacco and Mullins, I'd like Mullins. I'd be worried. He, gets I mean, he could get he could get the he could get the cook after the first series, and he throw if he throws an in, another interception. So uh, Kevin O'Connell looked uh, pretty distraught at some of those interceptions that he had. We might even hear later today that uh, they could be going with uh, uh, Jaron Hall, or uh, I, I don't know if they go back to Josh Dobbs yet, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised. But Flacco, I. We're going to get some volume from him. You got to take uh, take the turnovers that you're going to get as well, but uh, certainly getting a lot of volume and a lot a chance to throw some touchdown passes. Uh, but we'll see if this Jets team, you know, this is a not a, you know, they were kind of, they really, it seemed like they really wanted to win that game on Sunday. They were pretty fired up, but we'll see how much energy they still have here. Got to travel to Cleveland, short week. Um, I, I'm, Maybe we could have a, a little bit of a blowout situation potentially um, if if the Jets don't show up. So I, I do think Flacco. It's not not a ton of great options out there for streaming quarterbacks, but uh, just just the way he's playing and how much yeah. they're throwing it, he's got to be the top option. Yeah, uh, and here's some of the other like streaming quarterback options. The matchups are difficult. Jake Browning plays the Chiefs. Now yeah. the Chiefs are terrible uh, offensively. I, well, Aiden O'Connell was what nine of twenty-one oh against them. Like he was Couldn't so complete a pass in the second bad. half. <laughs> oh, he was so bad. So Browning's got a tough matchup. We'll see if he gets Jamar Chase back. You mentioned Mullins. Mullins is at a risk to get benched at any time, so that's not a great option. Jacoby Brissett might get the start this week for the Commanders, but they play the 49ers, a pissed-off 49ers team. Have fun uh-huh. with that. Um, Gardner Minshew's got the Raiders, who just you know, got after Patrick Mahomes. And we Minshew, saw what the, what he did without Michael Pittman. I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, he, no way. I'm not, I would not go anywhere near Minshew if uh, Pittman's even questionable to play yeah. in, in this week. Uh, Easton Stick plays the Broncos, which I think is is somewhat appealing, especially if they get Kenny, uh, uh, if, if they are able to get Keenan Allen back, Tom. So I look, I look at Joe Flacco and I say, yeah, the matchup against the Jets is tough, but who do you trust more? Like I don't. None of these streaming options. Yeah, there. Joe, uh, Derek Carr is. I mean, yeah, we're gonna get real excited here about Derek Carr, but they do. They out of these guys that have, you know, that we put, could potentially stream. He gets the Buccaneers this week, which is a a solid matchup. They have been throwing it a little bit more. He's actually put up his two best games, uh, the you know the last couple of weeks here. So. He has a little bit of hope. He's 39% owned, so he might not even be out there. But I'm with you. you know, it, there's not a lot of great situations here this week uh, you know, for these streaming quarterbacks. So I would turn to Joe Flacco again. He's 30, uh, around 30, 33% owns right now. So he he could be out there still. Uh, he would be he'd be the number one guy for me to, uh, once again this week, even even in that matchup yeah. against the Jets. And, and like look, objectively, the best matchup for these quarterbacks is Mullins. Mm-hmm. But yeah. The risk is just, I mean, that's something I think you do in DFS, right? Like you're, 
if you're mass entering a tournament, hey, make a Mullins, Jefferson, KJ Osborne stack, given Bryce Young just threw for what, 330 against them, you know, but in your season long league, I think you've got to play more of a baseline option. To me, that's Flacco. Yeah, I, you could be leaving the game with negative points if you start uh, if Nick Mullins. So, um, I, I, and I think it's going to be a quick hook this week. If he if he has any kind of struggles early in that game, uh, I don't see him playing very long. So, uh, O'Connell was kind of seething on the sideline, and uh, we we saw just a couple of weeks ago with Dobbs that they they weren't afraid after struggles the week before to to you know pull the quarterback. So, I, I think O'Connell. Uh, we'll we'll have a very 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 short lease for Nick Mullins this week. T bro, welcome. We welcome to Championship Week. We made it. Um, uh, at this point, the good news is I think every team, even in the playoff hunt, has a motivation this week. After this week, though, the picture becomes clearer. I think there's a chance multiple teams are resting starters next week. So if you're playing, um, have fun with that. The waiver wire is about as bare as it gets right now but you've made it to championship week. Congratulations. I hope we helped you in some way, if not on this program, this season. And I want everybody to remember, if we did help you, go check out fantasypoints.com. We have our early bird special, including our new all-in package. You can get it for the lowest rate for 2024. We're going to offer all year. And if you use code SantaPoints24, I'll throw 10% on top of that. So uh, I, if you're I think listening now, yeah, take advantage of that. And, you know, maybe you'll, uh, your winnings as well. If you, you win your uh, league, you, know, you save a little bit, little bit of money as well on the subscription. So you're just, uh, you know, making out like a bandit here this week. All right, T bro. Merry Christmas to you. Happy New Year. We're going to be at each other's throats later in the week for our <laughs> championship clash. And I hope you're at your buddy's throat for your championship class uh, uh, clash. Thanks everybody. And we'll talk to you later. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the fantasy points podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate and review on your favorite platform and come join the roster at fantasypoints.com. points.com.